to Believe Podcast. Hi, my name is Nada and I help women stop pleasing people, quit the job they hate and start doing what they truly love. We are here together to discuss our common passion about personal growth, lifestyle and happiness. And I will be sharing tips, tools and experiences to help you as a coach grow and find your definition of happiness. Are you in? How are you? I'm good. And I hope you're good too. And uh, welcome to Believe Podcast. My name is Nada. And um, today I would like to talk with you, to share with you the experience of the intimacy of the feel of a feeling and how knowing that our feelings cannot be shared with others in the intimacy in in that intimacy that we are can solve a lot of problems meaning what meaning that all that we experience is so intimate the feeling that we feel is so intimate that it is impossible for even the person that we love the most in this world cannot feel what we feel it's so unique it's so intimate that if we don't connect with that we are lost i mean i'm not going to say we might be lost we're totally lost we need to connect with that intimacy we need to get to embrace our feelings either we qualify them good or bad they are the feelings that we chose through our thoughts which means that we cannot compare what and how we feel with others we can share we can describe we can relate all this but intimately it's impossible so this is number one touch to see that we are unique and it doesn't mean that we are excluding the others it just means that it is important to connect to oneself through the intimacy of our feelings to be able to be open to others and not to be closed to other because nobody understands us you know this type of uh, reflection and and thought that we can have it is because we are not in touch with our feelings more reacting to our feelings that become feelings and other feelings and make other baby feelings and a generation of feelings <laughs> as i said what we feel is so intimate that it can be hard even to know if our feeling is right or not why because talking about the fact that if we don't connect to that intimacy of our feeling of what we feel of what we, we perceive as a feeling we have the tendency then to rely on other people's feeling other people's translation of feeling opinions and this is this becomes very dangerous in our life journey Usually we shut our feelings after a traumatic event we shut down actually the walls of our into brackets heart we just close we close and we don't want to feel what really hit us so violently so abruptly that we don't want to experience that feeling again that we call trauma 
And one of my most difficult steps in my life was to trust my feelings. So when I was still under the umbrella of my trauma, all my feelings were shut down. My The intimacy of my feelings, it was really hard to connect with it because I was afraid that it would explode on my face. I didn't know what how, how I would react. I was... I was really much more afraid of how I would find myself imagining that it would be worse than what I feel about myself. Like I would feel much more than shame, much more than not being loved, much more than humiliated, much more than, oh my God, all those feelings. I mean, what is worse than that? I don't want to go worse into that worse field. So I shut everything down. But the thing is that when I shut everything down, it meant that I could not open myself to others, share, grow, have a feedback, feeling supported, attract support. At the contrary, I was isolating myself even more. So I could not trust my feelings. And then I would actually get the approvals from others because I could not get my own approval. And this is how I became a people pleaser. This is how I became a perfectionist. This is how I became a high achiever at some point. And yeah, it, you know, these, those, and I was putting myself into situations where I would put someone on a pedestal and that someone was not nice to me. And you know what I am talking about. Some people are in the story of abuse. Some people are in a story of um, self-loathing. Any various story that we chose to have a narrative of our identity, right? So I will share mine. For example, if someone would not answer back at me and I would expect an answer because I would talk to that person, a friend, for example, you know, like nothing was wrong. And one day that person is not answering back and just canceling you without giving you any reason. This is very hurtful. This is a very hurtful situation because it mirrors back my thinking in a much more magnifying way, which means that I do not des I do not even deserve an answer, a consideration from someone else. So I was responsible of the thinking, but I was the victim of my thinking too, in a way that I chose to be a victim, which means that I chose to focus on the fact that, yes, I w don't deserve any consideration from others. And when that focus starts, it's not a focus that is conscious. Most of our human beings, we think that it is the situations that provoke our feelings. We have the tendency to put the responsibility on others. But know something is that your feelings are not provoked by a situation. The feelings are provoked by thoughts. Okay, this is a parenthesis. But getting back to that story of I didn't, I wasn't feeling interesting. I wasn't feeling considered by others. And that situation was repeatedly pointing me to what I felt about me. 
And I would say, what wrong did I do? I'm not worth it. I did something wrong that was worth not being seen, not being considered. It must have been something so obvious that the person is not even giving me the energy, the time, the space to explain me why, because it can only be something obvious. I must be the only one who cannot see it. And I would put myself into a position of a perfectionist. I should have controlled everything. I should have known everything. I should have seen it. You know, I'm supposed to see it. I shouldn't have put myself into that situation. I shouldn't have made that person think about me this way. So the perfectionist comes out of the hat. And then there's the people pleaser after who comes back and who is controlling um, her feelings. And she is uh, making sure that everybody likes her, making sure that she's the good person. You know, I'm not even talking about the great, the good, she's the good person to be. We cannot reproach her with anything. She's always nice. She's always in service. She's always taking care of everybody. She's always guessing everybody's feelings, everybody's thoughts, so everybody can be at ease. She's the one who knows how you feel because she is anyway, you know, living that any type of suffering because any type of suffering that others are suffering because she refuses unconsciously to connect with her own feelings and this she is me, of course. And which puts her in a situation that she's living other people's lives, other people's opinions, instead of living her own life and her own opinion. And somehow this is quite fucked up. Because what we tend to do is to keep everything to ourselves and hide this with the face of pride, the attitude of silence, And this is what a people pleaser does. It doesn't say no. It always says yes, but not for a yes for herself, but a yes for everybody else. And it's a no to herself. I had enough of that. I really had enough of that. And it was another story, another relationship that made me realize that this cannot be it. This cannot be it. I have to get myself out of that. It's insane. It, it, it drives us to a place of insanity to really disconnect completely to ourselves because you know how it goes after that, like addiction, addiction either to food, um, anything that could numb our feelings was welcome in a way, but the outcome was misery psychologically like miserable so I had to get out of this uh, of this situation of suffering my thinking up until I discovered two things is that there are people in the world that are really loving people and their love is so powerful so generous that they don't even need to talk to you directly their presence only is nourishing our is nourishing the way to be in touch with our love. And I discovered also, and this is like a huge gift that I I received from my prayers and all my attempts to get out of my psychological craziness, madness, insanity. And the second one was to discover that Uh, through science, through neuroscience, that our habits come from our thinking and our thinking can change. And 
knowing that my thoughts are not myself, that I can build the identity that I want according to the thoughts that I want to think that really gave me even a wider perspective of how playful life can be when I am being offered in this life um, a healthy body so far. Thank you, God. I'm so grateful for that. And all I have to do is to be grateful, is to trust, is to be aware and take action accordingly. And before, I was not taking action according to what I really wanted. It was reactions to a way of thinking that was set unconsciously, governed by my subconscious and my brain, who were the, running the show. Yeah, my behavior was only reactions. And today, my behavior is more about being aware knowing what my thoughts are and the ones that I want to run in my brain to automate them, to create the world that I want to live in and to play, to play the game of the given gift of self-awareness, of awareness. So my friends, if you've been in a situation just like mine, know that it is possible to change because that's the gift of life. Everything changes when you look around you, when you look at the trees, at nature, it's all changes and we better be in the frequency of being open to the change because this is what we do. Look at our body, our cells, everything changes all the time. And accept the fact that we are unique, which means uh, we're different. Some people see that uh, being different is something that is like a handicap, is an exclusion. But since we're unique, we're anyway an exclusion into the inclusion. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm embracing my experience of being a people pleaser of being a perfectionist because it allowed me to develop certain skills that are quite useful to monetize them and I am grateful also to develop that sympathy that I can have today as a coach and uh, be able the best I can to offer the space that is needed to express oneself and also to learn I learned to connect and that's one of the keys that is really important to unfold, to embrace our vulnerability and to be fully open and trust what is trustworthy, which is life, God, the universe, whatever it is, because we're always in the pulse of the universe. Yeah, so this is what I wanted to share with you today is that... Life is full of hope. Let's be grateful and just focus on what you want. Talk to your heart, even if you don't believe me. I was one of them. I was a cynical person and um, not believing in anything, rejecting all my community and not accepting anything. But it took me to a place of materialistic place where the appearance is the most important, where I had to always fight to keep up with the identity that I wanted to have to be accepted and loved and and feeling worthy about it but it was too much energy that I completely like broke down thank god I broke down 
and um, just saying that if it happens to you, uh, you can always share your story with me. If I can be of any support, please DM me or send me an email. I will uh, write them on the show notes. Otherwise, it's be live without an e coaching at gmail.com. On Instagram, it's be underscore live without an e underscore coaching. I will also put it in the show notes. You can download my free meditation that I have uh, recorded for you in case you are in a state of overwhelming or let's say um, excitement but the negative one or unfocus so I'm inviting you to download it and I uh, hope that we will keep the connection talk to you later bye I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you liked or found any value to it please share it with a friend or someone you know will appreciate it Please do. It will encourage me to help someone and bring the podcast to a better visibility for sharing. Thank you for now and let's meet next week.